Hey, what is up? Welcome to the Remote Coaches Podcast. I'm currently in Vancouver, Canada, visiting a couple of friends, Dave and Lucy. They're actually the founders of Unipro. I'm actually going to link it in the show notes because last week I spoke about um, imposter syndrome and those really feelings that are going to hold people back when it comes to building an online coaching business. Definitely check that out if that's something that interests you. But the episode before that, I dived into Facebook marketing strategies. And these guys are the best people I know on the planet when it comes to Facebook marketing. I've learned a lot from Dave and Lucy. They've been integral in um, helping me with specific strategies. Uh, we've come up with strategies together as a team. And they're the founders of Unipro, which is a Facebook marketing tool, uh, which if you can go into the comments and click on that link, you'll actually see the tool in action and see what it does. We actually use it ourselves inside of our business. We have done since it was launched and it's an amazing tool. So definitely check that out. Now today, what we're going to do is we're going to dive into an interview I did with Brandy Clark for an event. Um, it's actually an awesome conversation. She's an awesome person, by the way, uh, if you have Facebook or you've got Instagram, definitely search her, Brandy Clark, you can find her, you can look into her content. Um, but we covered really some of the key things when starting an online coaching business. So if you're a personal trainer looking to get started online, then this is going to be for you. But equally, if you've already got an online business, I share some things in here that are basically timeless principles when it comes to building an online coaching business. So let's get into it. Alex, before we dive into all the goodness that we're going to talk about today, would you mind kind of giving everybody a quick story about how you built the business you have today and how you came to be on the summit, speaking to them about their business? Yeah, definitely. So um, I started in this space about five years ago, and I was originally helping personal trainers on the gym floor build out fully booked businesses. So I was basically teaching them strategies in gyms to get clients uh, and build their businesses there. And then back in 2020, as we all know, we went into... Um, that situation where the gyms closed down and uh, they closed the doors, everyone is in a little bit of disbelief. And all the trainers that I was working with at the time kind of panicked because their clients started pausing, asking for refunds, wanting to, to stop. And we had to come up with a solution to help these trainers obviously retain their business, retain their clients. And so we really pivoted in 2020, in March 2020, to helping those personal trainers retain their business through virtual coaching, we kind of just made it up as we went along. And over the course of that year, we figured other things out when it came to social media, when it came to delivering better online services and programs. And it kind of just organically formed from there into um, a mentorship program that we have today. And uh, we've helped hundreds and hundreds of personal trainers transition and make that leap online, but also helped thousands of trainers through our free communities and free programs, build online coaching businesses. And, and that's what we do today in the Remote Coaches Academy. That's awesome. So you bring up a really good point, one that I want to ask about. And so before you were working with people in the gym floor in the studios to fill their books with like in-person training, tell me what you think or what you see as one of the biggest differences between a, a personal trainer who is working like in, from a marketing standpoint, who is working with in-person clients trying to fill their book gym studios versus an online trainer who's trying to fill their book or their calendar mm -hmm. with online clients. So the big difference, right? And the people that I was helping on the gym's floor, on the gym floor were in big box gyms. 
Those are my clientele. Okay. So we have big gyms in the UK, the pure gym, anytime fitness, the gym group, you have planet fitness, maybe in, in the States, you have gold, all that kind of stuff, right? The big boxes. Now in a big box gym, it's no more complicated than walking up to someone on the gym floor and saying hello, sparking up a conversation, giving them some tips, giving them some advice, maybe offering them a taster session, getting them into a quick taster session, and then at the end of it, offering an online uh, personal training package. That simple, right? It's human-to-human, uh, -human, in-person contact, and it's not very complicated at all. No tech, no funnels, um, nothing fancy. But online, you don't have that same ability to just walk up to someone and start a conversation, you've got to be using social media in a way to get attention. And then once you get that attention, you've got to do something with that attention. You've got to move that attention maybe into a messenger conversation, then for a messenger conversation into um, a consultation or online sales call. And then you've got to present your offer in a very different way to what you would do in person and then enroll them into your program. And so it's just very simple when it comes to personal training, getting clients, especially if you're in a big box gym, whereas online, there's more steps. There's more things you've got to jump through to get a client, which is where the kind of confusion or difficulty lies with a lot of trainers wanting to transition is they assume it's just going to be as simple as prospecting on the gym floor. When in reality, it's not that simple. You've got to do a lot more things to get clients online. What do you think that one of the biggest mistakes you see them making is as they kind of transition? You know, like you said, they they kind of think it's probably pretty much the same and it's not. So what is one, maybe two things you see them doing um, that that's not working for them? Or what is one of the biggest mistakes or two that they're making as they're trying to transition into the online space? It's a great question. And I thought of this in advance, right? I thought about all the people that I've coached over the years and all the people that I've come into contact with. And it's often not tactical. That's the problem. It's not a tactical thing. It's usually an internal thing and an internal voice of, I just want to wait a little bit longer until I feel ready. And that's often the voice or the, the thing that's playing in most people's minds that stops them from taking what I call imperfect action and kind of figuring it out as you go along. Because in reality, no one has all the answers to anything. Even Einstein didn't, right? And so what Einstein did differently was took imperfect action. He took a lot of chances, made a lot of mistakes, a lot of failed experiments to figure out what he figured out. And that's the difference between successful and unsuccessful people is what I've identified is the successful people, successful coaches, successful personal trainers are just willing to take imperfect action. They're willing to act before they feel ready on something. And the biggest obstacle I see with most people who are not making any progress is they simply are just waiting to feel ready and waiting for this feeling that's never going to appear because you'll never feel ready because you'll never have a full picture of what's going to happen next you just can't it's impossible there's no certainty in life and you have to get comfortable with uncertainty if you want to be an entrepreneur or build a business the only thing that's certain is death sorry to be a little bit morbid but you and i both know that's the only real certain thing and even that's not certain with ai and the new technologies you may be able to come immortal so nothing is certain now given <laughs> Maybe taxes. GPT and uh ai like we don't know and so that's what i'd say is the biggest kind of hold up is waiting to feel ready waiting right. for that feeling of okay now i'm going to jump 
So what does that look like then? Does it look like, so what are they doing that they're waiting to have completed or what do they feel like is going to give them that feeling of being ready? Is it a certain number of followers? Is it a course that is pre-recorded and totally curated and looks great? Is it, what does that look like if, if anything, or does it look different for different people in your experience? What do you see? What do you think people are looking for that's going to bring them that, okay, now I'm ready to do it feeling. Mm. I don't think any one person is the same, just like no online business is the same. However, there's themes. Okay. There's certain things that you see time and time again. So we'll, we'll work off themes. One theme I see is I'm not qualified enough. Okay. So they're seeking more qualifications. If I get another qualification or if I get this, or if I get that, or I get this award, then I'm going to feel ready. So that's one thing, qualifications. The next thing is program. This is a big theme that I see. Someone typically waiting to have the perfect program and the perfect product or the perfect service. When in reality, I don't believe that you can create the perfect program on your own. I believe great programs. I don't believe perfection exists. I believe great programs are built with clients, not for clients. And what I mean for that by that is clients are your best feedback. And so if you're trying to create this perfect program, which you can't create in a silo on your own, you'll never get to that point of it being perfect anyway, because clients are going to give you a feedback loop that gives you information that you weren't even thinking about, or gives you feedback that you weren't even thinking about that helps you create an amazing program. And so a holdup I see is obviously qualifications, which I just mentioned, but also having the perfect program and waiting to, to have something that doesn't exist. And the only way to create a great program, in my opinion, this is what I've seen, is simply put something out there, okay? A minimal viable product, you'll, you'll know this term, MVP, get it out there, get some feedback from the clients and then adjust and make iterations along the way and it'll become a better program. A great program one day, but it won't be a perfect program because there's always things to improve. I just updated something in my own program yesterday because it's always changing. Like nothing is static. There's always evolution in program and technology and your understanding in your philosophy as a coach. So you're actually doing your clients a disservice if you create something once and you think you're done because you're not. You're going to have to do many iterations along the way, get comfortable with just taking an imperfect action and you will move forward and, and be successful. I love that. It kind of brings me up a quote of something I used to say in high school and college, and that's C's get degrees. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. C work and work. They get degrees. They get done. They get done, right? Um, create waiting until you have like this A plus product is a never gonna happen. And B, like you're so right. I bet um and I, I'm gonna ask you a question that you don't know is coming, but I bet looking back on some of your first products and programs that you put out, you would probably be like, oh my gosh, I'm, that's so cringe. I just did, I did that. That's what I put out there because over trash. the time, they, yeah, they because over the time trash. it becomes so much better. I, <laughs> and I love, yeah, I, and I, I love that you say that, that the, the clients are actually an extremely important piece of creating that program because it mm. seems like so many people want to have their program pre-built ready to go before they even do anything before they start. Right. So do you like to encourage people to build it as they go or get the bones? And how do you like to teach people to do that? 
Great question. I'll literally um, take an example from today. I was on a call with uh, a new client that I'm working with uh, very closely because he's got a very unique niche. And what we agreed on was to get four weeks of a 12-week program mapped out and get some kind of content in place so that we've got enough lead time to bring on a client in the front end of those four weeks. And when we bring on those those clients in the front end, we've got four weeks to start working on week five, week six, week seven, week eight. And it's kind of build as you go principle. So you bring people in the front end, you've got a little bit of a runway for them to go through before they get into maybe the second month or the third month. But by the time they get to the second month or the third month, you've already kind of created that. And you've almost got like this urgency to do it as well, because you've got a client coming through the process versus if you're just sitting there kind of thinking about getting a client and thinking about creating a program and there's no real incentive to do so from my experience, like people either don't take action on creating it or just never enroll a client in the first place and just spend forever building it. And so we just like to take imperfect action. I encourage people to get an offer in place, get some minimal structure to those first four weeks or six weeks, start enrolling clients and then build as you go. And once you've taken one client, two client, three clients through it, you've then got a little bit of a, um, a program in place, maybe a 12 week program. And then you run the the fourth, the fifth, the sixth client, and you make other little tweaks and iterations and slowly, but surely it becomes something that's really good. And that's when you're able to increase the price points, but also increase the results because you figured little nuances out that you didn't um, imagine when you first kind of put pen to paper and started planning out those first four, six, seven weeks. So imperfect action again is what I, what I teach. Yeah, I love that. That's so important too, because, and you bring up a really good point too, getting somebody enrolled, it almost puts the pressure on you that you need to continue with week five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, mm -hmm. right? It's like, oh man, I got somebody who needs week five. I better get out there and create it. And when you do it this way, you can take their questions and their feedback and the things they're struggling with, and you can create something that would help that for the second client and the third client and the fourth client and, and so on. That's, that's super great. I love that. So what one piece of advice would you give the person who's listening right now? That's like, yeah, I mean, that works for everybody else, but, but I'm different. Like I got, I really have to have it prepared or the person who's just scared to take imperfect action, who's sitting here thinking, I really want to, you know, I want to be an online business owner. I want to make an impact. I want to have, you know, I saw you made a post. I don't know if it was uh, today or it was recently. It was like, you guys are moving across the country. Mm -hmm. You have a completely remote business. I just did the same thing. We just moved um, basically clear across the United States. Amazing. Congrats, by the way. Yes, we found a beautiful home and we just did it because our business is fully remote, 100%. You know, and, and mm -hmm. a lot of people are like, you did what? But it's like, our income isn't changed, right? I can work from anywhere. So the person who's looking at you, looking at me going, that's so cool. I really want that. But they're but they're afraid to take action. What piece of advice would you give them right now? Give yourself permission to fail, right? Because the reason why you're not taking action is because you don't want to fail. You don't want to be embarrassed. You don't want to show yourself up. You don't want to start something and not complete something. But if from day one, you give yourself permission to fail, there's nothing you can lose. Mm -hmm. And so just giving yourself permission to fail um, is something that I'd encourage everyone to do. And 
I teach the same principle when it comes to video content. I'm big on video content. Okay, we're recording a video right now. Um, I do videos weekly. You do videos weekly. I see you creating videos, right? But a lot of people are scared of creating videos. And I say to them, I'm giving you permission to suck. I'm giving you permission to not create a blockbuster video because you can't. You haven't got enough experience to have enough competence to have enough skill. And that's why you don't have confidence in doing it because you've not been doing it long enough. So I'm giving you permission to suck, give yourself permission to fail. And as a byproduct, you're going to take action. And before you know it, you're going to be doing it. You're going to be walking, you're going to be talking, you're going to be creating videos. And so I think a lot of like this online business is about the way you think, the way you program your mind, either for your goals or against your goals. And every kind of little programming you do to your mind then has a compounding effect on your ability to make progress, which is why I don't just teach strategies. I don't just teach tactics when it comes to marketing, sales, or delivery. We spend time on the internal work, the internal things that do move the needle. Because at the end of the day, you're running your business. I'm running my business. Everyone listening to this are running their business. It's not the systems or the strategies because you, the individual, has to be able to implement them. And if you've got something inside you, a feeling, a past experience, a trauma, a fear of rejection that's holding you back, you have to address that if you're going to be able to move forward. And if you don't, you're always going to be stuck. And so you have to do the internal work if you want to make progress as an entrepreneur. But in any walk of life, whether that's getting a relationship, getting a promotion, um, and moving forward in in, in, in any area, in my opinion. That is so important. And I think um, in our culture today, it's talked about a lot, but still overlooked, you know, the mindset work, the, the, the getting the mind right here and kind of getting through all that stuff that's holding you back because you're right. Like if you, if you have trauma or if you have something in your life, that's paralyzing you from failure, you're never going to be able to go do that video. Right. Because you're so afraid of nobody watching it. Are you sounding like a fool? Are you stumbling over your words or this, that, or the other? So you have to do the work because strategies and processes will only get you so far. If you can't do the work, put yourself out there. I love that. I love that's a big component of your program. That's really, really powerful. I like to uh, teasingly say we we work for failure badges around here. <laughs> you got to go yes. out and get your failure badge, right? You, there's so many yeah. badges you're going to have to get before you're successful. Go go get them as quickly as you can. Get the I did a live video and nobody watched badge. Go get the I accidentally sent an email to the entire list badge instead of just <laughs> this tagged sequence. Yeah. You're going to make mistakes. Yeah. You're going to fail. Yeah. yeah. It's just part of the process, you know, and it, 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 it builds your character. Mm -hmm. You know, if you if you start to get comfortable or more comfortable with failing, then you just become more resilient and you've got to be resilient as a business owner, because like, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I'm sure you don't either with your audience. Building a business is one of the toughest sports in the world. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. What sport comes close to, and what competition comes close to business, okay? There's a new business starting daily, right? And so there's a lot of competition. It's a tough sport. You've got to build the characteristics of, of someone who can be resilient and be in it for the long term because often it takes longer than you think it will take in your mind. Your vision of how your business is going to go is typically not how it pans out. And that's why you've got to think long-term, not short-term, and you've got to be resilient and be patient and it takes time to build the character and the skill set and the things that you need internally in order to succeed. Mm -hmm. And that's what I like to do when managing expectations with the people that come to me. You know, it's not something that's going to happen overnight. It takes time.
Yeah. If you fall in love with the process, like you will stick with it. Yeah. I love that. And character, like you said, that comes through all of these experiences and these mistakes Mm -hmm. and being resilient, being consistent and just showing up after failure and taking these lessons and, you know, having a thicker skin and growing from those. That's, that's amazing. Alex, that was really insightful. I think, I thank you so much. Okay. Before I let you go, you have a free gift for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to link right below this video. So they don't have to write down the URL or anything like that. We're going to have her right here, but tell them about this free gift and how to get it and why they should get it. So I've got a lot of free stuff that I could give away. If you go to my socials, you'll probably find that, but there's one that seems to be like really, really popular, like thousands of downloads of this particular one. And so I think this would make sense to share this one. It's called the online delivery blueprint. And essentially what I do inside the online delivery blueprint, it's about a 30 minute long video where I basically break down exactly what goes into a program worth a thousand pounds or a thousand dollars or more. And really just show you what to include because a lot of trainers specifically coming into the online space may just think it's about sending some clients workouts and building training plans when in reality that's only 30 percent of what you can include in an online coaching program that makes it valuable that gets results and ultimately is going to allow you to charge uh, the prices that, that justify that right And so inside this resource, I break those things down, what to include, what to give to clients, and really what's going to drive results. And also uh, really just to smoothly coach clients online. Because I think, like we said earlier on, the biggest theme that holds people up is the delivery, is the program, is what do I create? What do I give? What do I do with the client? So this may actually solve that problem for you you if you check it out. That's awesome. So it's a video that's going to help them out. It's going to outline exactly what they need to put in this program that they're mm-hmm. waiting to be perfect before they launch their business, right? So at the end of this, exactly. they should they should have they should have the tools to to get that put together and launch it out and start building their building their business. Exactly. I love it. Thank you so much, Alex. This has been so great. So insightful. You bring so much value. I know everybody here is probably wanting to connect with you on social media. So can you tell us where to find you on social? Yeah. So if you search on any platform, it's Alex C. Povey. So Alex C. Povey on any platform, the URL is the same across all of them. And then if you want more content like this, I've got the remote coaches podcast which is full of insights and strategies and things that we talked about today uh, that you can get stuck into. Um, So check those things out. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you so much for your time and we will see you all later.